Welcome back to the Anal Podcast. Today we'll have another Woo Wednesday one-on-one with Rose. This will be her third Woo segment, and today she has some very exciting news. But I'll be letting her tell y'all about it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review wherever you found our podcast. That's how we get noticed, and we love to get noticed. Don't forget to add us on Twitter at a new American LE1. And I'm still waiting patiently for someone to hit that message button. Come on, do it. Welcome to the Anal Podcast. We are here for another Wednesday one-on-one, woo, if you will, with Rose. And Rose has some very exciting news. Rose, why don't you tell us what's been going on in your world? Yes, so I have some very exciting news. Um, I was able to get my vaccination last week, which was very overwhelming and exciting at the same time. We were all a little skeptical at first, I think, um, healthcare providers included. Our hospital system had sent out an email to respond to a five-question survey about if we were thinking about getting the vaccine if we needed more information on it, if there was barriers between us getting the vaccine and not getting the vaccine. So a lot of um, us nurses responded and they were able to send more information, email more information out to us before the vaccines got delivered to the hospital, which I thought was very appropriate. Did that help you further understand what was going on? Yeah. Because, I mean, like, you you hear this new vaccines coming out and you're not really sure, like, all right, like, what exactly is this? And, like, you don't know who to believe anymore. Like, the Internet's full of lies. craziness <laughs> and lies. So um, it felt kind of surreal just being able to be a part of, like, the first group that was offered to get the vaccinations. Um, they sent out another survey asking... Every single person, I had my manager call me and ask if I wanted to be one of the first people on the list to get the first round because they were told, you know, they wanted to stagger out some of the healthcare providers because they didn't know if there was going to be like some adverse reactions, if some of the nurses would have to take some time off. So they didn't want to vaccinate the whole unit like one week, you know, they wanted to stagger them out. So I told them, yeah, I would love to be one of the first people to get the vaccine. So... Our hospital did it as they vaccinated the floors that had 50% of their patient population was COVID or higher. They vaccinated those floors first, which I thought was very appropriate. Yeah. The ER, the medical ICU, a couple other floors that take majority of our COVID patients that aren't ICU. thought that was, you know, perfect. They definitely did it right. And then um, they moved on to more floors like I work in interventional radiology. So we get COVID patients. They come in and out, but we don't take care of them all the time. So my floor, the cath lab, like radiology department, like all the scanners and like the techs, the transporters. All they started. In yep. They started working through all of us. Like I even saw a lot of the dietary workers there because, you know, we all have contact with the patient at some point or the other exactly so we um they worked in appropriate manner and i think that by now the majority of our hospital system that wanted the vaccine in the first run has been vaccinated i know a lot of my fellow colleagues that have already gotten the vaccine even in other hospitals that aren't even a part of my hospital system just people that i went to school with 
So that's wonderful news. But there is also some doubters still out there, even healthcare providers that I know that I think spread false information about the vaccination. When you actually went to get the vaccine, like when you got in line with your other colleagues, what was the, the temperature of the room? How did everyone feel? Was it more nerves? Was it? So they actually took it where they gave everybody an appointment time. That way they would have like a specific amount of people in this. It's an old ICU unit that they don't have working anymore. We use for educational purposes. So it's a pretty big unit. So they made it an appointment time so they wouldn't have too many staff members in the same room at the same time, which was perfect. I actually happened to be given the appointment time as one of my best friends that I worked in the ICU with, but she's now in the cath lab. Best Which was awesome. Time. I was like, whoop, whoop. <laughs> um, we actually got a cute picture together with our COVID vaccine sign and our little card. Um, so they do a, give you a V card. Yeah, you get a V card for sure. Everybody there got fun. I was like greeted right at the door. They took our names down, took us to a station. He took all my information. And like we just had like a very small conversation after I got the vaccine I sat there for 15 minutes which I was able to sit with my friend and we you know were able to discuss like excite how exciting this was I mean we were part of the first people to get this world changing vaccination I mean this is the future and this is exciting and it was a little overwhelming the entire room was filled with people just sitting there a lot of us got pictures they had laminated signs that said I got vaccinated and I got the COVID-19 shot like all different signs yeah it was it was a very like exciting experience the room just felt a little heavy with emotion at the same time we all felt this is kind of like a light at of at the end of a very very dark tunnel so you still have to get one more vaccination yes for your complete and I have protection. an appointment time for that my hospital set up the day that's between the 19 and the 23 day time frame which is the appropriate one for the Pfizer because that's the one that I was re I received and that's what my card says as well and then I go back for my appointment time which is and they'll give me my second dose and I'll be set to go and it's great protection as far as yes protection from serious yes illness. yes and um I feel very overwhelmed but that's gonna be uh, awesome after I get that second dose I'm gonna feel a lot more comfortable going in places I already feel a lot more comfortable when I go to work. I don't feel um, as scared to be around the COVID patients as I did before. I mean, it was so overwhelming. I mean, especially in the beginning when I still worked in the ICU and we would see COVID patients and they'd come in and then all of a sudden patients would start to have respiratory issues and we would roll them out for COVID. And I mean, you had been taking care of that patient three days before wearing normal PPE, a surgical mask didn't have an N95 on, you didn't have N100, no papper, and all of a sudden they want to roll them out for COVID. So it was very, very overwhelming. And now I feel a little bit more comfortable being around like a lot of patients. I was just exposed um, like three or four weeks ago. My manager called and told me like, hey, you're exposed to a patient in like our holding area, an outpatient that ended up coming back positive. And he, like, they let us know, like, more often now, like, if we're exposed. Do you think they let you know more often now because they have better tracking? tracking? Yeah, they're tracking it more, yeah, because they're looking into the charts, the patients, seeing who charted on them, seeing who was a part of their care. Um, and they're able to see, like, a couple of our coworkers have been diagnosed with COVID-19. One actually got diagnosed the day that she got 
the day after she got her vaccine. So Ugh. she definitely had it. And then she got her vaccine. So hopefully everything will be fine with that. But all the risks now is like very low risk, I feel. Um, I obviously still take precautions. I wear my mask everywhere I go. I still it's hand, yeah, hand hygiene. It's like the normal flow with all of that because I don't want to like possibly have it on me and spread it to somebody else that could get it and like actually get sick. But it feels very exciting and uh new sense of freedom yeah i am ready for 2021 and hopefully by the spring and summertime we can go back to have a little bit more of a normal and things can open up again you know we can travel a little bit more again and you know our listeners will be hearing this in 2021 just after the new year yeah so it'll be awesome um i feel a lot more comfortable now if i would go places I feel like I'm a very low risk person to be in contact with now. You know, I feel more comfortable being around my family and other people. Like, I mean, I don't really go and visit my grandparents, but after my second shot, I may consider, you know, yeah, seeing the, them the, and just stopping the in. The science is still not completely back on whether the vaccine protects you from being like a typhoid Mary and actually being able to transmit. So until that science comes back, they can't say for sure once you're vaccinated, you're not... <clears throat> transmissible but for most other things that's how it works once you're vaccinated your body can fight it off so you don't become transmissible Mm -hmm. but they're not going to say that until well after all the clinical studies are back yeah and they don't have everything finished up yet but i'm hopeful this is a new technology it's a new science they've been researching it for 10 years now so it's just exciting that now and it's such a time of need we're able to apply that to our real life real world i'm hopeful that the listeners and people that are able to will get the vaccine they won't be scared of it i hope that they can get information on it i hope they can understand it and make the right decision for our future as far as the vaccine rollout goes in your hospital it sounded like it went pretty well now as for a lot of other places it doesn't seem to be going super great do you think that at this point in the vaccine rollout that we're succeeding I think it's been really slow. I think that they really need to get on. Hospital did it in a very organized fashion, and I think if they kind of worked on doing it in a more organized fashion, it would work better. I also think we need to, you know, give it out more and send it to more, like, little local hospitals and different The CDC did did just open it up to anyone with two or more comorbidities. Comorbidities. So it is available to more people, but I don't know if they can actually get it in their arms. I don't know. I know that I have insurance and they actually reached out to me to ask me if it was some kind of a weird message about like if I wanted more information on the vaccine so I don't know if maybe your doctor's office will start getting um the vaccines and then hopefully they'll try and schedule like patients to come in from what I understood CVS Rite Aid Walgreens will have access to the sub-zero temperatures so they'll have access to the Pfizer and like your local doctor's office is probably going to have the Moderna because it is refrigeratable it doesn't have to be at that ultra cold temperature yep yep that'll be perfect Yeah, uh, the other vaccines, um, I'm not sure. I know several other are going into testing, and I don't know how they're going to be. But between the Pfizer and the Moderna, Pfizer is going to be much, much harder to distribute because of its temperature requirements where the Moderna isn't going to be. And I think the AstraZeneca one's the same as Moderna. I Yeah, I believe you're right. I think the Pfizer is like negative 70 to like a negative 110, and that's like really hard to get that cold. Yeah, that's like dry ice. And so I think that the Moderna is definitely going to be the more produced 
used one just because of it'll be easier to keep. Well, yeah, they've already lost a half a million of the Pfizer's just because the temperature control units have said they've been above temperature, what renders it inert. That's really unfortunate and sad. Those are all wasted. And I think in the near future, we're going to come and find a shortage of these because we don't have the manpower to continue producing them at the rate that we need to produce them for the amount of population that we have that we need to vaccinate, which is very unfortunate. We had the president-elect made a speech recently and he said that at the rate we're going it will literally take over a year to vaccinate america and he wants to make it happen a little quicker which we definitely need we need somebody to you know put fucking foot down on the gas pedal and get this shit rolling and get the vaccines moving because this is i feel like this is like the only hope that we have right now and like really truly defending against this and finally getting back to a somewhat normal society again i know for me i don't want to wear a mask the rest of my life everywhere i go i can assure that the majority of the people you talk to don't want to wear a mask everywhere they go for any more time than they absolutely have to. So I think that it's really important for the public to understand that and understand how the vaccine works and that it's not a live injectable, you're gonna get corona. It's only a specific protein that gives your body like a blueprint to make a specific antibody to delete that protein and, and you know and and affect it so that way the virus does not replicate yeah so the immune system's pretty cool and the fact that as soon as the virus would enter my body it would start creating antibodies because it would recognize that protein that it found whenever i was vaccinated and replicated antibodies so immediately it's going to take and destroy that corona 19 and that is the reason this vaccination is so successful because you won't be able to actually replicate enough to transmit it, hopefully. Hopefully. That's going to hopefully be what we find in the coming weeks and months following vaccinations. So, yeah, I think it's pretty freaking cool that we have a new... Weapon. Yeah. In this war of fucking horrible 2020. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully our listeners who are in 2021 listening to this, uh, it's magically wonderful. Maybe they've listened yeah. to it. Biden's taken over. It could be 2022. Who knows? Someone could be listening to our backlog. Yeah, hopefully things are fucking better in the future. We can all hope for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there a change in the atmosphere in your institution now that the majority of people have been vaccinated? Yes, I have not been back to work long since Christmas. So, I mean, I have not noticed a ton of change yet, but I'm sure like on the actual COVID units that we have that there is a large number of fears that have subsided. Actually, nobody in our medical ICU that has had COVID since day one has not one nurse has gotten COVID since the start of this. But you guys had Pappers, right? Yeah, we have pa- we have Pappers and we have N100s. And everybody either had to have a Papper and N100. N95s became, like, not good enough. N95s became, like, not good enough anymore at a specific point. And we were, I mean, everybody was wearing two masks when they were an N95 now. And, um, so they wear the N95 and then the surgical. Surgical, yep, yep. And still people do wear that when they don't have an N100. I, unfortunately, is... I'm a papier girl because my N100 does not fit my face frame anymore. You lost weight. So that's fucked, but <laughs> that's all right. The papier just makes it uncomfortably hard to hear. 
So, and I already have a little bit of trouble hearing, so that's difficult, but... Tons of wind whooshing past your head at all times. All time, and trying to hear the patients and the docs and everything, but it's, yeah, I feel a lot less anxiety going into work. Um, I don't feel as overwhelmed being around, like, my loved ones, I guess. I don't, I haven't seen anybody, really, but at least being around my boyfriend, like, I feel comfortable coming home that I'm not gonna give it to him because I don't want him to get the virus either obviously. You were pretty certain that he had it early so hopefully he still has protection until he can get the actual vaccine. Yep yep I think um, he had it a while ago but he uh, he's been doing fine so. That's excellent. The overall atmosphere at institutions I can only imagine has started to change And what I'm curious about is for the nurses who are now vaccinated, as they continue to lose more and more COVID patients, do you think that they're going to feel, not resentment, but um, frustration, survival guilt for knowing that they're vaccinated and they're protected and 100% immune to serious disease and they're still watching those who aren't vaccinated die for months, probably? Yeah, I think that people are definitely going to be upset about that. I know that, like, I already feel kind of bad telling people that I'm vaccinated. It's almost like like a golden ticket. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean it to be like that. But, like, healthcare providers and all of us, and like, we've been doing this from the start. You deserve it. Yeah, we've been working our asses off since it started and it started to get bad and we haven't had any breaks and we didn't have anybody to like filter us out and you know have a couple month break and you know get over it but it's been um overwhelming and i think that this time now is like a new a new era for healthcare providers um i think we feel a sense of guilt for sure that we were a part of the first people but I also think that comes with us just being selfless people always and giving to other people all the time and taking care of other people all the time that we feel guilty that we came before other people yeah well you're the healthcare heroes whether you're in the ER or a first responder many of them lost their lives in the fight due to viral overload and exposure when we didn't fully understand so as far as a community the healthcare and first responder community as well as the people who have to work at gas stations and grocery stores should be the first in line they were the ones that were forced to continually take a risk when we weren't locked down they should be the ones that don't have to take a risk anymore yeah yep those are the ones we need to protect. They're the essential employees. They're the police still fighting this all the time. How do you feel about uh, some members of Congress who were COVID deniers and vaccine deniers jumping the line and making sure they were the first people to oh get the vaccine? Oh, my God. It pissed me off so bad. There's fucking healthcare providers that, like, administrators that were getting it before the fucking ER nurses. What the fuck? fuck is that shit you pieces of trash they should not even have deserved to get the vaccine at all tell me how you really feel girl at all they (laughs) fucking don't deserve it at all that's literally like liquid gold these days and they're just fucking pieces of shit for putting it down in the first place you know they just because of their position of power and them putting it down, they've scared so many people off already from getting it. Um, it's and we're so first in line. Yes, it's absurdity. Like, you you have to come out and say now that you support it. I mean, 
you're a fucking hypocrite. Like, how is this even a thing? I mean, there is, oh, I can't even remember. I read an article where healthcare, I mean, healthcare providers all over have been protesting because they're administrators and people, doctors that work as telehealth fucking doctors that don't even see patients in real life, they fucking videotape. And they get in line. And they're getting the vaccine before the ER nurses that actually take care of the COVID patients. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. That just seems like common sense to me. And it's some fucking bullshit. Yeah, really in my personal opinion, I think that the members of Congress did nothing more than further prove their hypocrisy. Oh, yeah. They have failed our nation horribly, especially like with all the stimulus package. Um junk that's been yeah, coming Which up. for our listeners at the time of this recording, Mitch McConnell just blocked the $2,000 up. So you folks in the future may know what, what went on with that, mm. but we don't know if we're getting 600 or 2000 It all relies on wrinkly-faced freaking Mitch McConnell. Disgusting fucking two-horned bastard needs to rot in the fucking graves of hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I don't understand how people like... Her and fu- him and fucking Nancy get off doing what they do and having the, the amount of money and the amount of work that they have, the amount that they say they get paid for being, you know. <laughs> yes, it's it's exorbitant. I mean, I'm sure you know about Nancy's uh, freezer full of designer ice cream. A whole freezer just for her designer ice cream. It makes me want to vomit. I just want the ice crate. So yeah, I kind of figured oh, that uh, that I get to actually drift back to one of our other subjects. Um, I'm very concerned about the healthcare heroes in the sense that they already are all going to be experiencing PTSD symptoms from what they've already been through. And now they find themselves in the situation where they're vaccinated and we're going to be moving into the darkest time in American history, in my personal opinion. And they're going to watch hundreds of people who just couldn't get the vaccine come into their place die and go. And I think that is going to add another layer of emotional and psychological trauma to all of our healthcare professionals that's going to need dealt with. It is going to reverberate well into the future. Oh, I I 100% agree. Um, I think that there's a lot of PTSD that's already being recognized in healthcare providers and ER nurses and first responders and ICU nurses. I mean, they're all exhausted. A lot of them have already taken to social media to you know, explain their exhaustion and beg the fuck. It's it's sad when we have to take to social media to beg our fellow Americans and the public to be responsible enough to take care of everybody else and themselves. And it's just very unfortunate that that's the world that we live in. But yeah, I think everybody is. We're scared because we know that this wave coming up from the holiday season is going to be horrific it's going to be the worst that we have seen ever and um a lot of people don't really understand that quite yet and unfortunately it's just going to continue to get worse um i think that we feel a layer of protection now with the the vaccine and we feel a little bit more comfort going home to our loved ones i guess because we don't feel as transmittable maybe i still definitely feel overwhelmed to be included in this 
eruption of patients again. It's going to be a literal tsunami of COVID, probably January to February. Mm -hmm. And we've had a lot of patients that we do procedures on and like it's like their last, like this is like their last hope kind of, you know, I mean, people in their 30s, 40s, 50s. They're all dying. All age groups are dying. My mom's hospital, they just had a 30-year-old die of COVID. 30-year-old. Unbelievable. They're having pregnant women die of COVID. Oh, my God. It just, like, breaks your heart. And people just... When you don't have to be surrounded by it all day and you don't know it's happening and you choose not to watch and listen to it happening, then you think that you're. it's just not happening. You're so blind and ignorant to the fact that it's destroying the lives of people everywhere around you. It's incredible the ignorance and stupidity that have come out in this dark time of American history. Uh, it's very unfortunate that we, our neighbors, can't even be trusted anymore because you don't know where they've been and who they've been around and if they wear masks around other people. And people that you love even that don't believe in it and don't want to wear masks and you're sitting at the <laughs> vaccinated and you just don't understand why they can't come to terms with this is real this is happening and it's scary and we need to take control of it and we can't get vaccines out at a faster rate at this moment and you need to stay home and protect yourself because it's just gonna keep getting worse and the amount of travel oh my god the amount of travel that the holidays have produced is scary it'll be devastating i think for sure. It'll definitely be devastating. I think a lot of people are going to die, and I think that it's unfortunately going to push a lot of people away from healthcare, too. I think it's going to push a lot of nurses out of healthcare, early retirement, into doing different professions. I know that I've exhausted my nursing <laughs> already. The amount of healthcare professionals that will probably no longer be health professionals due to death and or mental trauma is probably going to be staggering. Yeah, and I'm also worried for, like, the people that are studying right now to be healthcare professionals. I mean, they're doing their clinicals and taking part in residencies in the hospitals. Like, they're seeing all of this right now as well. So, I mean, they're just as a part of it. And they're the future of our healthcare providers. And they're already getting run down. Like, where the fuck are we going to go? What are we going to have? Well, yeah, we currently live in a world where we're making beds that we don't have staff for to take care of sick people that there's no one to care for. And if, you know, what you say is, is accurate, that even our doctors that are coming up are suffering these traumas and are probably not going to end up continuing in the field, we're going to have a real health care deficit. Ah, horrible shortage of health care providers and cares because... One, we don't get paid enough for what we do. We don't we don't get paid enough for what we do by any means. I don't think any healthcare provider or person that works in the healthcare system gets paid what they're really worth. Even the MDs. Well, it depends. Some of them, you know, they get a little too much. I think maybe their wealth <laughs> can be a little distributed, but <laughs> It's fine. I understand they did a lot of heavy lifting going to school and whatnot. And a million dollars of student loan debt. Yeah, so I guess they can have a little piece of that, but whatever. <laughs> it's still annoying to be doing, like, all the shit work and still and getting the shit paid for the shit work. It's whatever, but, you know, I know that I, I don't want to continue being a bedside nurse for forever. That is for fucking sure. Fuck no. Do you have any ideas of what you think you might like to do? I don't know. Maybe some of my own entrepreneurship in nursing, I guess. We'll see where the path takes me. I don't know. 
That's very exciting. I'm sure our listeners will love to hear your personal development. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> so, to wrap everything up, you walked into a room, stood in line at your specified time, a wicked woman with a sharp object came over, stuck it in your arm, and injected a freezing cold vaccine into your arm. From that point, did you have any side effects? Um, the only thing I felt was like an immediate coolness in my muscle and the deltoid when I got it. My arm felt like just chilled in that region for like all day, which was weird. But um, <laughs> other than that, no, I it was less painful than a flu shot. I didn't have any side effects, no headache, nausea, vomiting, being tired, nothing, nothing like that. No, just like feeling under the weather. I had no side effects. Um, now it's been a week and I still haven't felt anything. My arm feels fine. I feel pretty good. So So you haven't like crawled up the walls or grown no, an extra head? No third eyes. No, none Your of DNA the above. Your DNA has not been altered on the base level. Nope, none of the above. Can you feel the microchip? I cannot, but I can hear the U2 album. <laughs> <laughs> the U2 album comes through, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Noted. So for everyone, oh, if you get shit. if you get the vaccination, you will hear that YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you want to or not. <laughs> Always got to sneak that shit in there. <laughs> Damn. So what would you suggest from this point forward that our listeners can do to protect themselves as we move here in America, especially into our holiday surge, onto a holiday surge, onto a New Year's Eve party surge? I think the best thing that you can do to protect yourself and your family is honestly continue to stay home and practice safety techniques, wearing your mask whenever needed, whenever possible, going out um, as minimal as possible. I know it's a dark time for all of us, but we really need to slow the spread. We need to dwindle the numbers so the healthcare system does not get overwhelmed at this time and we can efficiently get the vaccinations out to the people that need them. I think that you need to pay attention, do your research, you know, check in with your local PCP's office, see if they have any information about if they're getting the virus or the vaccinations for the virus. And if you can be one of the people in line for that and how that works, um, if you have pre-existing conditions, I highly suggest you reach out to your PCP and ask for that information. I think it's really important that you educate yourself, you stay at home, and you protect each other. We can all get through this together if we just, you know, hold out a little bit longer. And, and stay apart. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, in your professional opinion, do you think that people who have already had and recovered from the coronavirus should also be vaccinated? Yes, I think that everybody should be vaccinated. Um, it's been shown that you only keep the antibodies for like a certain amount of time, I guess. Some people, it varies between. So there has been cases where people have gotten COVID twice, three times, and gotten sick each of those times. So I think it would be very important that those people, after they've recovered and they are um, in a more healthy state, to get the vaccination to prevent further spread and further infection from themselves getting it because it's not impossible to get it again. Are you concerned at all about the new variants that we keep hearing on mainstream media? Yeah, definitely a little bit of concern in the back of my head just because we don't really know a whole hell of a lot about it yet. It could be disastrous or, you know, we could be able to handle it like before and I'm just hoping that we can continue handling it 
with what we have going on now. Hopefully it's not something that comes in and is just complete, the vaccination's completely useless against it. I hope that it's just, I don't even know what I hope, honestly. <laughs> From what I understand of the variants um, is that they have one is 70% more, it can spread 70% more easily. But here in America, we don't sequence the virus like at all. So I'm fairly certain that the people that are discovering this, we it's been here. We've already dealt with it and have been. The problem is, is what variants are being created here and spread elsewhere that we're not catching and we should be. Yeah, because there for sure could be some more variances that are spreading um, to other parts. Um, that's why we need to just stay the fuck I know that like people have jobs, they need to go to their jobs. You need to just be careful when you're at your job. You need to wear your mask when you're at your job. You need to use hand sanitizer. You need to not touch your face over the nose, not be a chin diaper. <laughs> like you gotta just pay attention. Follow the fucking rules. People aren't trying to control your lives and force you to wear masks so you breathe in CO2. That's some fucking horse shit. What do you think surgeons and OR techs and nurses have been doing for years? CO2 poisoning my ass. That's just somebody that knows some fucking medical terms that slapped them together that thought that, hey, some of these fucking idiots around here will believe this because it's medical terminology. I do know that one thing that the masks do cause is acne. Maskne For sure. is a thing, but that is a small price to pay versus yes. lungs that melt in your body. Exactly. And people that are having COVID, like that have COVID, even young people are complaining of horrible problems afterwards, like still having effects in their taste and their smell, still having problems breathing. Um, patients that have had asthma come because of COVID now and they have to they're required to carry a rescue inhaler at all times and it's scary it's not like hey I just got this COVID thing and it's a virus I'll get over it whatever it won't affect me a lot of people are having serious side effects that are life altering after you get it not to mention 10% of people that are infected end up with the long hauler syndrome where their body just doesn't completely fight it off it seems and they just keep getting sick over and over mm -hmm. and over and over yeah and they just spend months and months and months being hospitalized and going home and hospitalized and going home and it's just an unfortunate fucking cycle do you think that when the long haulers get the vaccine or if they're able to that that could help stem their their response to the i would i would hope yeah i would think that it would um i would think that it might just give them the extra boost that they need to finally get over it um their immune system may just need that extra little piece of information to really recover finally well hopefully by the time this airs we'll have a little more clinical data on you know if people with the vaccine become spreaders um typhoid mary-esque um, that's a rare thing i think it's more commonly that once you're vaccinated you're, you're protected from the infection so if you don't get infected you don't hit a point where you're spreading and shedding the virus um, but we're still so early right now in the vaccination process and it is going quite slowly um they expected to have 20 million done by tomorrow as we record and they have 1.7 million done so which it's actually amazing because rose sitting here is literally one in a million who was Woo! vaccinated very early um due to her position so it's a wonderful thing i'm a little jealous not gonna lie she's got the golden ticket she's carrying around her v card and you can take my word listener those v cards are going to become more and more important as this moves forward i agree with you 100 it's gonna 
be kind of a ticket for everything, I think. Trains, planes, automobiles, and border crossings, that's for sure. Whether you like it or not, people are going to need to be vaccinated so the spread does not continue. Yep, and if anywhere in the whole world has a problem, the world has a problem. So it's not necessarily just about vaccinating <laughs> us in America, it's about vaccinating the world. Exactly. It's protecting all fellow humans, uh, not just fellow Americans, because it's really a human race issue that we're going through. Like, everybody is being targeted. It's not just one or the other. We all. Yeah, we are all being targeted by a little bastard virus that we hate more than anything. Fucking and the best, the best weapon that one can have against it is coming, but way too slowly. Thanks, Obama. I mean, Trump. <laughs> Well, Rose, I would really like to thank you very much for stopping in for another update on the situation. I'm very happy that you have your vaccine and that that weight has been lifted off your shoulders. You'll have to give us an update after you get our, your second one and let us know how that goes and if there's even a greater sense of relief or it's just like, okay, I'm over this, moving on. I will definitely keep you updated. Thank you for um, having me on the show. The anal cast has, of course, taken a break over the holiday season, this being obviously pre-recorded. We will be back soon with fresh content, and I'm sure the news is completely out of control in 21-2. So join us this Saturday for another exciting anal probe segment of the pre-recorded variety as we continue to make some fresh content with all of the insanity that 2021 is bringing our way. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review wherever you found our podcast. And listener, don't forget to stay safe out there.